the, the clubs are going to be packed. The, uh, the Magic City, the, the, the Pink Pony, the, uh, all that. They're they not stopping nothing. Bus stops are running full fledged. Yeah, they don't care. No mask, no nothing. It's gonna be after parties. Um, man, they don't care, man. Some of these people believe they already got the they got the vaccine. They got vaccinated. They good or like? Shoot, I, I got COVID already. I I can't catch it again. I'm in here, you know. But uh, but yeah, we here on hypnotic language. We got a. Uh, we got Gangster Steve back. Got the fly hobo here. Um, we just gonna talk about some couple things today. Uh, Steve, you wanted to uh, start it off with HBCU college sports. You said you had some questions to ask us um, before we get well, yeah, to I was Atlanta. Atlanta All Star. I just weekend. wanted to ask you guys about how, how you guys feel about the status of HBCU sports. Um, you know the reason why. You know we talk sports and college. You know we got the thing on college football. We talk about all that, and we talk about all the college sports, and I've been watching the ESPN series, Why Not Us, about um, North Carolina Central, and he's just giving you, they can give you a glimpse of how it works with like HBCU basketball and things like that. And, you know, I just wanted to get you guys' perspective on where you guys see HBCU sports compared with the overall college um, sports perspective as it is right now. Uh I mean I mean I, I don't um as far as like do I think it's gonna like become like some type of um be on some major networks like CBS and stuff. Uh it might take a while but I think it's totally worth it uh, to anybody out there who's never been to a HBCU uh uh, college football, college basketball game, Psh, man, them joints are alive. They're great. They got good food. You can get you a. Uh, I, I remember when I used to go back to A uh, and T when I was in high school. I can get me a fish plate and a bootleg Trick Daddy CD before it came out. Um, uh, and and a couple and a couple T shirts with uh, I don't know. It'd be like freaking a biggie t-shirt a notorious big t-shirt like it's the atmosphere basically like when you go to a hbcu college football game and i've been to quite a few i'm in a fairville state uh been to uh south carolina state i've been to central of course a and t uh i think i might have i think that's that's all i've been to but the the atmosphere and the experience of going to those uh, college football games are, are freaking great and of course, you know what I'm saying? Our bands are way much better than these white folks' bands out here. You know what I'm saying? We actually play real music. They get crunk, like the total atmosphere. And if they was able to put that on a broader national television, yeah, it'd be dope. I'll be down for it. Also, I want to add in this, because you know, Deion Sanders, everybody knows he coaches for Jackson State now. You know, he's trying to, I guess, you know, bring the ante up and bring more recognition to far as HBCU sports and also there's been a um, you know a topic of where you know some of these some of these top athletes is um, more focused on like um, or even the coaches recruiting top prospects to HBCU 
HBCUs, like their athletes, you know, kind of, you know, on that notion of bring the black dollars back, you know, in the community, things of that nature, you know what I'm saying? Bring your black athletes back to the community type of thing. So, um, what's your perspective on that and bringing that back in the process? Because again, I'm like sleep. I grew up in it, but they also just on the grand scheme of things, I'll say this, a lot, there's a lot of people who don't really know about HBCU, the HBCU aspect at all. You know what I'm saying? Just like, for example, if you're a top recruit from California and you're getting crowded by Duke and Stanford and all that, how do you know there's HBCU kind of exists? You know what I'm saying? You know they exist. Some, maybe you might know they exist, but, you know, it's almost out of sight of the mind. You know what I mean? So I just want to see, you know, uh-huh. I just want to uh-huh. bounce off you guys. I'm also not expecting a white person to also fully understand the black experience to that degree either. So I'm definitely not really worried about some Tom from Stanford trying to, you know, realize why we call it Jiho. Like, I'm not no, expecting no, no. him to get I, it. I'm not even. I'm talking about, you know, like a black kid in California or a black person in California out in I know there's some in Arizona, you know what I'm saying? Out on the West Coast, you know what I'm saying? Or even sometimes in the Midwest, you know what I'm saying? Because there are not as many, you know, where you – I know Sleep is from Virginia. I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina has 12 HBCUs. I, you know, I grew up in this, you know what I'm saying? I'm like Sleep. I went to a bunch of Central games. My dad went to Central. I went to Central A&T. You know, I've always known about that classic before they ended it back. 10, 10 or 12 years ago. So, you know, I kind of grew up in it. So that's, I'm, so I'm just wanting to bounce it off you guys. And, and I mean, AJ, you can jump in on it. Uh, well, first, I say, like, remember, you got to think of what, especially college football, looked like prior to integration. Like, back when there were top-tier athletes going to these schools, especially Grambling, like, schools in the SWAC and all that stuff. So, I think, like, our generation may not be quite as familiar with it, but I think the generation before us definitely remembers when there were actual powerhouse black schools. And the only reason that they weren't on a national level was because they were an HBCU, you know. And as far as, you know, athletic budgets of HBCUs, they're obviously not going to be as high as these Division One schools, but... There was a time where the superior black athletes, especially in football, like went to HBCUs. I mean, at first it was because that was the only option they had. But then, yep. like you said, you get uh, Eddie Robertson, you get Grambling, you get Southern, you get all of these people. And that was actually top tier talent. But, you know, now with like these Division One schools and the budgets that these schools have and you're a top tier athlete and you want to get exposure and stuff like that. I mean, I can't blame any of them for wanting to to go to one of these schools that is going to get you the notoriety. And I think especially in basketball, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like football, you know, football is a little bit easier to kind of, you know, because people are really exhausting a lot of their, you know, their scouting and all of that stuff for football because there's so many rounds. But basketball, like you're taking a risk if you're signing like, you know, with a Howard or, you know, with a Morehouse or somebody like that. Like, honestly, you're signing, you're taking a risk. Like, I thought like, Anthony Edwards was kind of taking a risk signing with Georgia. You know what I mean? So it's like with basketball, like the 
that top tier, those top tier programs are where everybody's going to go. And as far as basketball is concerned, I don't know what they're going to do to to bring top black talent back to back to HBCUs. I think football is a little bit different story though. Yeah, and I'll bounce off that. College basketball in general, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, I, I I haven't been checking out college basketball like I usually have been this year, like I usually would, but. Even after, you know, I know Sweet was talking, me and Sweet were touched on it earlier just in a, you know, separate conversation. You know, Duke and Carolina aren't ranked in the first, for the first time in like a few years now. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to, I was about to say something similar. It's like, it kind of seems like the talent is more spread out across Division One than it's ever been because Duke isn't yeah. that great. Kentucky's not that great. So. I mean, maybe that is a precursor that, like, these kids going to other smaller but as far as basketball, I'm not sure, man. I, I just don't see that happening, like, yeah, to that level anyway. Basketball is going to be – yeah, basketball is going to be very tough for them, for them because just the business of basketball, I mean, you got – a lot of these guys are, are going to see, and again – back to the point that we can't blame them. You know what I'm saying? Because these guys mm-hmm. from A, you know, these guys are being looked at in high school, AAU high school. I mean, even though they talk about one and done, you know, they, 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 they're being looked at in high school. I mean, guys are jumping to the G League. So when it comes to black, you know, HBCU basketball, that is a tough one, you know. Um, the only... Yeah. You know, I mean, they also got to take into consideration that the top talent is probably not even going to be at those top level schools more than a year. So, more than a year. you know, you have to, you know, you have to think about that too. But yeah, everything you're saying is true. Like with all the expansion of the G League, and you know, now that they've seen a couple people go overseas, like I don't really see an incentive for somebody to to go to an HBCU when they don't have to go. Yeah, and they go, they go, uh, you know, they go kick it with Lavar Ball, man, Leandro. Leangelo. I was telling Steve, AJ, Leangelo uh, Ball, he's going to be the next Kendall Gill. <laughs> Leangelo's the one that's not good, though. Wait, that's the one that's sold Oh, LaMelo. Oh, I thought you were talking about the one that was feeling shades in Italy or whatever the fuck. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm sorry, sorry. LaMelo. That's the one. That's, that's, hold on, hold on. that's the next Kendall Gill right there. We can get back to everything you just said. Did you just call this man the next Kendall Gill? Kendall fucking Gill. What is Jay the Kiss going to do about it himself? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Wow. Wow. Kendall Gill is what you got. Are you watching my brother and me or something? Like, yes, recently? I did. Like, that's yes. the only thing. I- yes. Okay. Yes. That's the only thing I remember that nigga from. Like, he played for the Nets and he was in a My Brother and Me episode. <laughs> <laughs> he played for the Hornets, too. I was just oh, like, for real? I did. Oh, that's, why, that's why I'm just laughing. Like, all right. He played for the Hornets because yeah, like, you know my, my, my. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Jamal Mashborn. <laughs> so you just gonna say, all right? You know what? I'll let you have it. Like, you just saying, hey, very quote unquote. Hey, look. You also get lost in the sauce. If you don't got no sauce, then you're lost. You got sauce, but you also get hey. lost in the sauce. Hey, all I'm saying is like let them let them do that hope. When is the last time they was actually hopeful about Charlotte Hornets basketball? Duh. Hey, 
Bobby Phil, like fucking David Wesley. Like, Bobby Phil? Damn, don't say Bobby Phil. Oh, uh, damn, that's a dead one, ain't it? Yeah, he died in the car accident. It's one of the stadiums. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. That was the last time I cared about the Hornets. Like, I mean, blame it on your man's chin. No, I mean, yeah, the last well, time people cared about the Hornets was, you know what I'm saying, the, the Larry Johnson, Alonzo Mourning. That, that, that's when they were yep. on top of their prime. That's what I'm saying. That's the around Muxy the same time. The Muxy Bugs. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, before George shit fucked that entire city. Out, man. I mean, it's the East. Calm down. <laughs> the Wizards aren't that far out of it, my guy. <laughs> what, what did you say, Steve? I said, man, Steven Jackson took us to the playoffs as a Bobcat. Oh yeah. Oh, that debauchery, yeah, I mean, that debauchery that Jordan did. Yeah, that debauchery. We we can we can. Oh, talk with them about ugly ass orange jerseys. Yeah, and yeah, the, and that, the money. That wasn't quite Jordan money. days though. That was, that was yeah, that was Bob Johnson. That was Bob Johnson. Yeah, that was Bob Johnson. Named the team after himself. <laughs> and then I'm talking about when Jordan did get there and he started signing and, and throwing away money. Oh, no, he's never been good at that. Remember, like, the whole Adam Morrison experiment? Yeah. Like, ah, he's not good at that. I mean, Gerald Henderson, the bunch, like, he, the, uh, who was the best player that he had? Basically, he had Kimball Walker just wasting his career until he finally left. I mean, he got LaMelo by accident if we're keeping it honest. The best players Jordan has ever had is Kimball Walker and, uh, which which one of the Zeller boys is, did, did, does he have? Steve, is it Cody or Tyler? He got Tyler, I think. He did. He did. Nah, it's Cody. He's got Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller's decent. Decent little white boy. You know who they well, can't believe he's still playing. You know who I are they? <laughs> I'm gonna surprise y'all with something. You know who's still around? Who they kept? Who's still there? He is a he is a he is a Charlotte Hornets legend. He's a Bobcat legend. You'll never You're get about it. to say Michael K. Gilchrist? No. I <laughs> even hit. This is going to be, it might be working. I'm listening. Who is it? Bismack Biombo. Bismack Biombo. He's still there? He's still there. Cashing like, the checks. Please me on this. I, I Cashing the checks. There. No, I, I believe you. I'm like, when did he, was he like drafted like with a Mecca Oak? I swear to God he's been there for a while. He's been a quiet. He, he ain't quite that old, but, you know, with like a mental hope for him. He was drafted like, I think a little bit before Gilchrist, maybe 2010 or 2011 or something like that. Did he ever leave Charlotte? I, I don't think so, no. That's the thing. Wow. I mean, you got to retire his number just off the strength, right? Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that name, and I do recall seeing them the other day. They, uh, yeah, but check. I, I, I swear I saw him with him. I was like, damn, this man is still there. I mean, he, yeah, he's still there. I mean, he did. Uh, didn't he get a uh, championship? Remember, he did go play for What's Toronto. No, no, this man, yeah, boy, never played for nobody. Else. He got drafted by Charlotte. No, but I remember seeing him with, with the Raptors. No, no, no. You just saw another African. <laughs> I was about to say, they got three Africans on that team. Bismack. Man, Obi, Sayaka, man, Ibaka. 
I, I need you to look up this match, Yamba. Yeah, I, I see it right I here. Really he, played, he played with the Raptors from 2015 to 2016. Then he went to the Orlando Magic for two years. And he's back with the Hornets. Oh, so he didn't. Not. So he left Charlotte. That's what he left Charlotte for a little bit. But I, yeah. I, I, I'm like, hey, this Yamba back? He still there? Wow. Uh, Steve. Yes. Do you realize this nigga's not even 30 yet? Wow. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, I'd be in because I feel like he's been in the league forever. But, you know, you got to realize, too, like LaMelo's 19. But by the time they 30, shit, you know, that's 11, 12 years. You know what I'm saying? Just like John Wall. Really? John Wall, I think he's about to be 30. I think he's 31 now, something like that. Is he 30? He's 30 or 31. He, he's right there. At yeah, this. he's. Yeah, but I feel like Biz might be on about play with Gerald Henderson. Like, <laughs> you look like he did, didn't he? I'm yeah, sad. He's been yeah. around for a minute. Yeah, he, he's been Gerald around Henderson. for a while. Gerald Henderson. That's right. Duke legend. Duke legend. Yeah, yeah so we call it, calling anybody legend, huh? Yeah, man. I mean, man, the only get, thing. Can what do you do that legendary other than this? Kendall, what won't be able to teach this, but Kendall Gill, like I don't, like I said, all I know is my brother. I don't even know how good he was with the net. Tell you the truth. Hey man, Kendall Gill went to a lot of teams when he played. He, he stayed in the league. Uh-huh. Hey, look, that's all you can ask for. Just <laughs> uh, for him. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying, man. Let me look at, let me look at these Kendall Gill stats, man. Let me see here. What we got here? What we got here? I really didn't know this was about to be a Kendall Gill podcast, but here we are. I didn't either, but. In 1993, he helped the Hornets reach the NBA postseason for the first time in franchise history. Then he was traded to the Sonics when he, when he went to go play with uh, Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. I don't remember any of this. Oh yeah, he's been part of some legends. When did, when did he go to the when did he go to the Nets? Didn't he play for the Nets? Am I thinking the wrong person? Yeah, he played for the Nets. I think he played for the Nets. Ninety six to two thousand one. Damn, that's way later than I thought. Okay, and that's all I remember. And then then he went to the Heat from two thousand one to two thousand two. Last place nope. he retired. Any of that either? Was the fucking Bucks? I don't remember any of this. I know he played for a lot of teams, for sure. Yeah. Oh. Kendall Gill, man. Yeah, I mean, you know. LeAngelo, Le- LaMelo, whatever these niggas' name is, man. Go play for LeBar Ball, man. Go go, go visit LeBar Ball. You will come out a star, man. That's all we saying. If you if you ain't trying to go the HBCU route, go play for LeBar Ball, man. Yeah. Star's debatable, but all right. <laughs> Get you those ZO two, man. Either that, either that, or, or uh, I think uh, I think a good person that should that got the money to start a school or at least start developing athletes, man. Psh, our boy Percy Miller, man. I mean, he has an AAU team. He it does actually. He right. He'd be a great. He'd be a I great mean, person. I know he got the money in the pocket. 
And his son was good enough to go to USC because they really wanted DeMar DeRozan, but they knew they had to recruit him, too. So, yeah. I mean, he's got some sons playing now. Like some real, like some young sons. Like, I think they like teenagers. They like teenagers. They like, uh, they might be, one of them might be a senior in high school. One of them might be like a sophomore or junior. Like right now. I was listening to Master P. Got like eight or nine of them, right? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Master P got a gang of kids now. He, he do got like eight or nine, but which is good. You can't, you can't not Master P. He, he can afford. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to him in my sleep last night. Listening to the Ice Cream Man album in a Ghetto D. Still holds up yeah. to this day. And That's I ain't even gonna lie, your boy, your boy, uh, Silk the Shocker had some, uh. Has some uh has some good good bars on that uh Ice Cream Man album too, uh AJ. It's not that bad on that album. I just, I just I, gotta take your word for it. I haven't heard the Ice Cream Man album in years. Oh, years, it still holds years. weight, man. It still holds weight. That song is Still holds weight, man. Now your 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 silk your silk the Jaka albums, I mean that's, I mean, I don't know how you would go back and listen to them, but I try doing it, and I give up. Nah, I, I gave up on those, and I went back one day in college. Because, like, I just remember how much I loved them shit and listened to, I think, Charging to the Game, and I was just like, yo, this is horrible. Like, he just can't rap. <laughs> like, I don't know what he's trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, you fucking up. Like, cause I like the beats on it, cause he said like them old recycled beats, cause uh, beats by the pound and shit. But I was just like, bro, what do you, what do you, why are you all over the beat? Like, he was like Blueface back in the day, like before Blueface. You better Like, goddamn. This was like my favorite dude in No Limit at one point. Man, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. I mean, it's certain albums we go back and listen to and they don't age very well. But, you know, it happens. We was in, you know, different mindset back then. I mean, true. Niggas was buying No Limit albums every week because they came out every week down there. Yeah, man. They would turn them out like a factory. Y'all seen the story, right? Uh, the BET one? Yeah, the BET one. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I ain't watch it. You gotta see the story, man. It, it, it's pretty interesting, man. You should watch it. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's just like, look, every album is a No Limit compilation. You yep, know, don't have everybody on each album. Yeah. He basically had them, like, all in the studio, and they rotated studios. Like in the same building. Yeah. That's how he's able to, what do you say, like 20 on the Billboard charts at one time and some, some shit like that? Yeah, something like that. Like, it, I think maybe including him. Yeah. And that's another thing. You never heard about Master, like, you never heard nobody disgruntled about Master P talking about they, P ain't pay him. Like, that's another thing that's kind of crazy for somebody that rich. Like, you don't never hear no, Artists like disgruntled about being on no limit. Even the niggas that didn't even make it on no limit. Yeah, I, they weren't super. Dis, no, nobody was really super disgruntled. The main ones definitely won't. 
Yeah, like none of them really had nothing bad to say for him. He put him up in houses and stuff too. He paid for them houses. So, yeah, yeah. Master P, he's uh, the Black Bill Gates is what we like to call him. Um, let's go and transition to. Um, so I want to just talk about this. Uh, this All Star Weekend. The only reason I want to talk about it is because, of course, I wish there wasn't a uh, a pandemic going on. Because I mean, for the first time that this All Star Games in Atlanta, of course, no fans can can go to the dunk contest and. You know what I'm saying? Or I think if you can get into these games, you gotta be like super rich. That's what it that's what it seems to look like. I don't know, is that is that true? You gotta be super rich to, to get into these games. I mean, yeah, the way Atlanta was doing it beforehand, like you had to I mean the tickets are at a premium, so you had to pay a whole bunch just to go to Hawks games. So I can only imagine with the with the All Star game it's gonna be that expensive and then I mean, you already had to drop a bunch of money for a regular All Star weekend. So, I mean, just imagine what it's like with exclusive tickets. So, if so yeah, you got to have some bank to go to these things. If uh, if there if the pandemic wasn't going on, would you guys like? I'm pretty sure I know you guys would like to be out here. But if y'all were out here during All Star weekend, would y'all go to the games or the dunk contest or? Would you uh just want to just be out here for the experience? Like, what do you, what what are y'all thinking? Like, what you know, say what would be y'all's go to? You know, I'd, I'd be in the house. Okay. Like, and look, I I tried to go to rookie game in two thousand one. Got kicked out the arena twice. I don't want to do this no more. Like, I'm fine with it. So I recently experienced the um, All Star Weekend in twenty nineteen in Charlotte. Um, you know, I worked it more or less. Um, but they handled it real good. They handled it real good, though. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I mean, what I go to, I mean, I I wouldn't even worry about the All Star game. That's gonna be high anyway. Um, like I might check out the rookie game or something if I could get in the slam dunk. Maybe that, but. If it was just on some free time shit, but it's more for the experience, really. Um, so you be in a house, AJ? It's, it's, it'd be too much. Too many niggas out here for you. Too too much. I mean, uh, I've seen it before. Like I don't need to experience it again, even though like I wasn't grown, man. And then, like, the whole thing is, like, the one thing I would want to go to is a slam dunk, but essentially you have to buy the All-Star Game ticket to get access to that. You just can't buy those separately unless you want to drop, like, a whole, whole bunch of money. Oh. So, nah, I'm not doing all that. I watch it on TV. I ain't thinking that. I thought, I'm thinking you can yeah, just like, buy separate, like, yo, I just want to go to this tonight, you know. Nah, you can do, like, you can do that for the rookie game. But, like, the um, the skills challenge and all that stuff, like, as far as well, it's I know they sell them separately, like on resale or whatever. But the way they genuinely or generally sell it is that you buy the All Star ticket, then you get access to all of that other stuff. Hmm. Yeah, see, I didn't know. I, I just know I, I was in the mix in Charlotte. I mean, you know, just moving and shaking. And like I said, it, it, it's a bunch of parties. Um, and I'm just giving you like I experienced it. It's a bunch of parties. 
you know, strippers getting their work in. And, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I interacted with a couple of these folks anyway. Strippers come in, you know, the NBA people come in. To the what the strippers say? What the strippers say? What they say? What you mean as far as what? You say you interacted with them. What they say? They, they just—I mean, they were just talking just like regular girls. Some I know. I remember one girl came in from like Miami at the time. Um, there was actually was that All Star Weekend? Yeah, I think so. One or uh, two of uh, there was two of uh, I picked up on two of them. One of them was actually from uh, one of them was from like Maryland. Actually, was other from where I'm from, Raleigh. And, you know, they were just talking about, hey man, you know. You know, just come in, you know, and, and enjoy yourself and, you know, pay the girls their money. I, I, I mean. Wait, that's what you said to them? No, that's not what I said to them. Oh. I mean, I was just into regular conversation and they told me they were stripping. Like they, or, you know, I see the address and I see they headed to whatever strip club. And at three o'clock in the afternoon, like. <laughs> You should have asked them, like, what made them want to get into stripping. Did I ask anybody that? I mean, not really. Don't we all know the answer? Like, you could make money? Yeah, somewhat. I mean, basically, yeah. Yeah, well, I want to know. Basically, the answer. You should have asked her, like, does she got an IRA account set up? You know, you can't strip forever. (laughs) Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Well, it'd be interesting. Um, yeah. Of course, of course. The first, I, I, I ain't know. I didn't know it was like that, AJ. Because if there was an All Star, knowing me, I, I would at least would have tried to went to something on All Star weekend. Like, I definitely would like to bring my uh, bring my kids to it. Like, let them see the All Star game and shit like that. But I didn't know. I knew it was gonna be expensive. But I, I mean, it's, I, you could go to like. Cause like we got tickets to the rookie game, like you can go to that or whatever they call it now. But I mean, then they have like all this interactive stuff like in the area, so yeah, they got know, a lot of interactive stuff, stuff to do. Yeah, it's stuff to do. But I mean, I'm not trying to like go to the game itself. Like, nah, that's doing a lot, but you know, yeah, it's really not me. as much. It's about the game itself, but for most people, it's not as much about the game itself rather than all the other stuff that goes on along with it. That's what I would say. So I'm kind of with AJ. I get why AJ would say that. Because kind of probably after you get it, experience it one one time, I mean, more or less, yeah, um, you know, unless you're in the man, party shit, I mean, I mean, Atlanta's basically yeah. an all-star, you know, that's an all-star but, game haven, you know what I'm saying? But see, also think about it, like, place like Atlanta, D.C., like, it's not going to feel all that different than a normal weekend. Like, the only difference is the places you want to go are going to cost more. That's pretty much it. It don't don't feel like it's more crowded. Like, it's always people. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially in summertime, like, when it's warm. Like, you don't feel no real difference about it, like, unless you, like, you know, specifically going to one of these parties to try to do some all-star shit. Like, you don't don't really feel the impact in in the city, like, as far as doing stuff. That actually makes sense. Um, yeah. 
Charlotte, you kind of felt the impact in the city, and maybe it's just well, that's because they're a shitty place. <laughs> but no, like, but no, in all seriousness, like, yeah, you're gonna feel it in a place like Charlotte, but you're not gonna feel it in a place that had six, seven million people. Like, there's always something going on in places like that. You know what I'm but saying? I will, but I will say though, it's, it 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 was still concentrated. Once you got to like a certain part, once you got kind of out of downtown, I mean, more or less. It was still, you know, just regular, more or less. I mean, you'll bounce around to the parties and clubs and stuff. And I'm just giving you my experience. When you bounce around to the parties and clubs and stuff, and, you know, like the the uh, the game with the actual, like, movie stars and stuff like that. Yeah. That's at a different – that's usually at a different arena anyway. So – well, you know what you should have said. Stuff like them. that. What you should have said to them strippers, uh, Steve, was that uh, when they got out the car, you should have been like, all right, stay away from Paul George. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't really relevant at the time. <laughs> so. You would have predicted the future. They would have been like, what? Paul George? <laughs> what? He gets money. All right. <laughs> Stay away from him. But chill, you better lay <laughs> But I'm glad you uh, had a good conversation with the strippers, uh, Steve. But uh, you definitely, <coughs> you definitely should have said that to him. If they were talking about they was gonna meet up with Paul George or uh, you know, what I'm saying Stack Jack. Well, you know what? They can they can hang out with Stack Jack. They can hang out with Stack Jack. I'm pretty sure he was still around. In the he was probably in the area. He was in the area then. Stack Jack probably know know a couple <laughs> couple of them in Atlanta. That's where he lives. I mean, and he played in played in Charlotte too. So I'm pretty sure he got some some shit out there too. Yeah, a lot of them strippers traveled though, man. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, yeah, it's like it's like a six city tour for real. Like you gotta hit the, you know, it's like certain cities where they know they're gonna get that money. Yeah, or like certain weekends, like you know, you know, you a stripper in Miami, you gonna go to Indianapolis for that All Star weekend because you are gonna get big money because you know this is the first time they seeing your type in Indianapolis. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of thing. That right. sounds. That sound correct. That sound about right, AJ. Yeah, I mean, of course. Like they going where the money's at, and then they going where, like you said, people ain't never seen them before, so they gonna spend money just off some. Damn, like you exotic. Like we don't got this in fucking Indiana. Like you yeah. know what I mean? So, oh yeah, they they know how to get to the money though. Like they know they got a they got a little tracker where the little hot spots is to be. Believe that. Some hood rich nigga who might, you know, do some trapping in Indiana and Ohio. You know what I'm saying? He's he hood rich. You know what I'm saying? He got money. But, you know, he got to be careful about going to Miami or something like that. You know what I'm saying? He ain't. He just ain't got there yet. So, you know, he, he uh, you know, he popping bottles in the, in, in, in the, um, high end, in the Indianapolis spot. So, you know. Who is this again? You know, you're just a hypothetical boy. Indianapolis nigga. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just oh okay. Somebody getting it in Indiana, which look, man, 
it sounds like he's not living outside of his means because, boy, nothing to make you feel broken than taking you ball in one place and you go to Miami and realize you ain't shit. Oh, yeah. So, That's the one thing about Miami. It don't matter how rich you are. Like, there's always somebody much richer than you down there. Global money. Down now. Drug dealer money. Really? Drug really, really money. rich or really, really poor? I ain't been in Miami in a while. I do need to kind of get back, trying to get back on the, on the, on the tour, man. I got to get, I'm trying to get together, man, so I can get to these countries, man. Oh, AJ, I need you to address a couple things. So you had put out a tweet earlier in the week uh, about uh, Rick Ross being on the same song with Nas and him having the audacity to let Nas body him on the beat. Or uh, can you can you explain your opinion for me, please? Oh, sure. What I mean, you remember to do about it himself. Let's talk about. It. AJ's beef. This is the kind of segment we call AJ's beef, uh, where he just talks about. I mean, shit. it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't even really no beef though. Like not this one anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like all I'm saying, right? All I'm saying, like you're familiar with Rick Ross's music, right? Yes. Right. Great music. Okay, you have. I'm I'm sure you have deeper than rap, right? I you have heard all, that. I got every Rick Ross album. Yeah, like you remember the song "Usual Suspects," the one that had Nas on it. Yes, great song. The joint with Nas is like I used to stand on rooftops trying to with two blocks trying to figure out how to turn my Timberlands to uh, Crocs or whatever, like that shit. Nas like, killed it. Yeah. Nas, Nas bodied the fuck out that nigga. And I tell you, like Rick Ross, like that happened, and Rick Ross made the decision. Look, if I ever do a song with Nas again, I am going to murder this man every single time I'm on a song with him. And every single time he's been on a song with Nas, he has bodied that man. Oh, giving that man the business. That's what you meant. Everything. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was confused. I was like, yes. who does, I thought you were try, basically trying to say, who does Rick Ross think he is? He really must think he's that guy to think that he could body. I mean, I feel like it's, look, you know, I was just like, you might not be like, I don't know, like you, uh, like you Steven Jackson, right? Like, you know, Steven Jackson ain't no elite player. Or Kendall but, you Gill. know, it's probably, he probably. I don't want to be Steven Jackson. Okay. I want to be Kendall Gill. You know, all right, yeah. Let's say you Kendall Gill, right? You're not no elite player. You know what you are. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it might Kendall be that Gill. one superstar was like, yo, I'm not going to let this man outplay me. Like, I don't, like, he could be a legend or whatever. Like, I'm not going to let this man outplay me. So, like, Kendall, like, Gill, Ross Kendall, Kendall Gill when he went up against Jordan. He told Jordan, like, I'm not going to let this man Jordan drop 30 on me. Yeah, it's like, yo, like, I might not be able to do this every night, but I can do it against you. Like, that, that's how Rick Ross looked at it. It was like, you know what? I might not be the same rapper that Nas is, but every time I'm on a track, I bet you I'm going to come harder than he does. Yeah, he made sure of that. I feel like he, I feel like he made, consciously made that decision. Like, yo, I am not going to let this man outrap me. Like, it could be somebody else, but it's not going to be him. That's okay. all I man. It wasn't no disrespect. Okay, okay. If you don't got no sauce, then you're lost. Mm-hmm. But you also get lost in the sauce. Okay, okay. So another person. All right. So um, we'll, we'll let's let's transition. So Steve, question for you: What do you think about Buster Rhymes? 
What do I think about Buster Rhymes? Yeah. Um, think he's a great, great artist? Do you think he's a good lyricist? Like, you think he, he spit bars? You think he's got a talent? Yeah, yeah, he definitely has talent. I like Buster Rhymes. Um, do I think he's like the, the ultimate lyricist? Like, not necessarily, but he, he's definitely, you know, up, you know, up, up there. You know what I'm saying? Well, what if I was to tell he's you something? Definitely, he's definitely, he's definitely carved his lane. You know what I'm saying? So what if I was to tell you that somebody thinks he's, you know, super overrated and he's not that great of a rapper? Okay. Um, who would that be? AJ seems to believe that Buster Rhymes has it easy in life. Ever since he won that, uh, what did he run, the lyricism? <laughs> That shit pisses me off to the day. That shit gets on my goddamn nerves. Go ahead, sweetie. Explain it. You remember the song uh, with Chris Brown, um, Look At Me Now? Yeah. You remember the Busta Rhymes part, like where he, that one part where he just like, <laughs> he just. That whole verse where he didn't say a goddamn thing? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I remember that verse. So he won Lyricist of the Year off of that. He really just. He just didn't do anything. Who did he win? Lyricism. Who who gave him that? Um, it was the BZ Hip Hop Awards. I'll never forget that shit. The BZ Hip Hop Awards gave him that. Yeah, I mean, who else is giving out verses of the year? Only thing the BZ Hip Hop Awards. I mean, I'm glad my folks is getting recognition, but. I see you're speaking I, I, to a larger point that nobody's making. That's not what we're talking about. See, we're talking about bust around. Like that was just an example. Like, we can we can shit on BC another time. We're just We're, talking about uh, what what so, Buster so, Rhymes so, said. So you're saying Buster Rhymes is overrated? Basically, I'm saying Buster Rhymes is a big ball of nothing. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's it. That's what his career is. That's what his whole career is. He's made a whole career. Like you, like you said, he has his lane, and his lane is just saying fucking nothing every time he gets on the mic. That's his whole lane. No. A 20 year career just saying nothing. No. Just a bunch of, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And like, ah, ah, like just, just a bunch of yelling. Just nothing. <laughs> Not really, AJ. Come on. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm not going right. to. No. He hates, I, I, he hates he breaking that. One, give, me, give me one. Give me one Buster Rhymes verse where it's just like, yo, this man killed it. Give me one. I said I'm not like a, breaking I'm that. Not a, no, no. I'm not asking you to recite the verse. I'm just telling you, give me one. Like, name name a verse off a song. Just give me one. The first just verse give off me of, one. The first verse off of Breaking Neck. No. All right. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just give me one. Just give, matter of fact, not not even you, sleep. Like, hey, just just give me one. I just want one. I just want one. Give me one where it's like, yo, this man is killing it. This man's saying something. This man's got bars. Just give me one. The uh, victory. He didn't have a verse on victory. We had a little, we had a little, little course, little yeah. course. Little coursey, yeah, the hook, little, yeah, little hooky, <laughs> little hooky. 
Yeah, yeah the hook. So you're saying this man's the same as Ashanti? Like you haven't <laughs> given me anything yet. <laughs> Just Dang. give me one. That's all I'm saying. Just give me one first. Hey, man, that that verse after uh, put your hand. That first verse with put your hands on my eyes to see, man. Uh, you know what? This is how I feel about that song. I feel like niggas talk about that song the same way they talk about Thriller. Like, everybody loves Thriller. Everybody loves the video. But don't nobody know the words to that shit. Nobody that's how that great his rhymes were. Wait, so his rhymes are so great that you don't remember them? That doesn't sound right. That sounds like the opposite of what a great rhyme is. That's he does sound like because he, he he said something so incredible. He's just like, oh man, I don't even remember what he said. I just remember it, it, it blew my mind. That makes absolutely no sense, but that's cool. All I'm saying is, no, actually, you're proving my point. Like he said, like you remember being a great verse, but you can't remember nothing about it. That's his whole career. It's just a bunch of nothing. Can't remember the like, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's bad nothing. I'm just saying it's nothing. You know, like, it might have a nice little beat or something like that, but it's still nothing. He's just talking over a nice beat. That's when, all when, I'm did, when, did, when did this, I guess, grew up? It started. It started I'm sorry, what? You talking about his hate for Buster Rhymes or his disgust? I don't hate Buster Rhymes. His, what are y'all talking about? Not I'm just pointing out that I'm just pointing out that his career is largely inconsequential and irrelevant. Like, it's not really, you can't, there's nothing to point to. He just made it by not being terrible. And honestly, if he was terrible, I remember him more. You're asking where did this all start, Steve? Yeah, where did this all start? Where did this, this all this like, start, come this from? This, it sounds like a resurgence thing. It is. It, it I, I just, I just, put, I just put it out that. He doesn't say anything when he raps. That's all. <clears throat> yeah. And I mean, nobody here is, you know, giving me examples. So I feel like my point is still standing pretty solid. I mean, you was being opinionated. I said the break your neck verse. The first verse off break your neck. Okay. <laughs> all right, fine. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Fine. There you go. The break your neck verse. One verse in thirty years of rap. There you go. Oh, uh, okay. What about what about uh the joint? He was like uh, I'm on my New York shit. That joint. Yeah. See. All right. See. Now we're making progress. Yeah. Now we have two. All right. Um. <laughs> now we have two. We got two. Which um, honestly comes off of the only good album he ever put out. But you big, know that's another. Thing. The that big was- bang after he cut all his dreads off. I see where you're going with this. Um. What, yo, what about a Buster? What it is right now, Buster? What see, you gotta get, you gotta give me. A, see, that's the thing. I didn't say he didn't make jams. I just said when he raps, he doesn't say anything. He didn't say nothing in that song, but that song is a jam for everything except him. Okay, uh, light your ass on fire. That verse. I hate. I still hate that song. So I mean, sure, I, I believe you. I all believe right. you. All right, all right, all right, all right. So we got I three. We got three. We got three already, Steve. Matter and I'll get I'll even I'll I'll even give you give me some more. I'll even give you that. Okay. I'll even four. give you that. All right, number five. What about when he went on Ja Rule? On the on a on Oh a, on the Hell Mary verse? Yes. See, 
see that right there is the one time he actually said something of note. Like he might have had good verses in those other songs. That's the one time he actually said something to note, and it took John Wu to bring it out of him. Like get the hell out of here. Oh. All right, so we got five. Yeah. We got five. Yeah, we got five. That's uh, good enough. That's good enough right there. That's good enough. Okay. I mean, look. My larger point still stands that he carved out a whole career by saying absolutely nothing. So in the verse he's talking about, Steve, on the look at me now, it's the part where he goes like super fast, but he's not saying anything. That part. He's not saying anything. I was like, dog, you're just. It sounds like he's you're just rapping fast for the fuck of it. Sound like he's uh, sound like he was uh, eating pussy, Steve. That's what it sounded like. Uh, yeah, it's like you want to rap fast, but you're not even a good fast rapper. You're just loud. Sound like he was motorboating Yeah. Are you disputing this, Steve? Because, like, Buster Rounds is probably you if you were a rapper. <laughs> Wait. It sounded like he was brushing you his probably, teeth. I'm just, if I was a rapper, I'm just saying, if you were a rapper, I would think you'd be closer to Buster Rounds or Lil John. Just loud for no reason. Just yelling. Yeah, I'll put, I put, I put little stuff up in there, though. Now, see, I know you say so because it'd be so ridiculous. See, I remember the things you would say, though. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember nothing this man says. Like, he might as well be fucking a member of Harlem World. Like, nobody cares. Like, you know. You didn't fuck with the Janet Jackson joint. Not a dude. It was a dope. It was a dope video. Like, they spent a million dollars on that video. I hope it's dope. He didn't say nothing on that song. I hate his verses on that song. <laughs> All right, now. No more million dollar videos today. No? And I mean, that was a very nice video. Like, I'm not, I'm just saying, like, he, that was, ba- like, that was basically like three verses of Look at Me verse, just saying nothing. That's all. It's all right. It's cool. All right, so we got that out the way. So that, that was hey, look, look, look. We, we, everybody knows not the beef. We, we, we won't call it a beef. We'll just say, uh, it's an astute observation that might not be something people are ready to have a conversation about. That's all. But if somebody was put Buster Rhymes in a verses, would you tune in? Uh, who is he going against? I don't know who we would go against. Buster Rhymes would have to go. I mean, if it it would have to be somebody I care about. Like if it's Buster Rhymes versus like Fat Joe, I don't know. Yeah, then no, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I'm not watching that. You I mean, like, yeah, you are yeah, you're not you're not bringing up the Timberland boots with that in the in the the extra fitted oversized fitted hat. Nah, I'm, I'm just not doing it. Like he'd have to go up against somebody I care about. We still waiting on that Bone Thugs and Harmony and uh Three Six Mafia joint. I don't know what they bullshitting for with that. I don't know. Like, and it's funny. Like they talked about it, then they never mentioned it again. Like, so I guess they thought we forgot about it. Yeah, yeah maybe. 
I guess so. But I would like to see Bone go up against somebody because I think Bone would give somebody a run for their money. Um, I think a good one would be Bone versus Outkast. I know, I know. Well, you know they had a, uh, you know somebody had mentioned Steve Outkast versus a uh, Tribe Called Quest. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, that's not a good. That's not a good. That, they they wouldn't compete well. So like, it doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't really fit. But then it's also like, but that, that's another question though. Like, who would be a good fit to go against Outcast though? Like an actual, because like Tribe like would be a good fit for maybe somebody else, but it just it wouldn't. I don't know. The perfect fit to go against Outcast, even though it'll be totally biased and only a certain region, but it had to be uh, UGK or Eight Ball MJG. I was about to say. Like probably UGK, two. but one of them too. But like I said, it'd be super biased. Like it'd be that'd be definitely a southern thing. But it had to be UGK. That'd be the best person to go up against. Outcast. I mean, good. Make it a southern thing. Fuck up, North niggas. Yeah. I mean that that would that would be probably the best one. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't try to make it Outcast versus like Mob Deep or some shit. Then. First of all, like Twitter, like the world would explode because the New York niggas are not going to allow fucking the idea that Outkast is even on Mob Deep's level to to be said out in public. Like, what is Jay the Kiss going like to do about himself? Let's talk about I feel like niggas might get shot over that. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, it, it just isn't. Like certain people are just in two different classes. Like it, it, it's not like a good or bad thing. Like Mob Deep doesn't, you know, their styles are. It's like two different weight classes. You know what I'm saying? It's not like down in either group. Yeah, I mean, it. no, I I completely agree with you. You are absolutely right. You are completely one hundred percent right. With that said, Outcast is seven hundred million times better than Mob Deep, and I don't want to. I don't want to get shit. Like, get out of here. Get out of here. Anyway. But I hear you, and I agree with your general, your general sentiment. I'm just saying personally, I like Mob Deep couldn't even hold Outcast's underwear. Like, they're not even in the same room. They're not even in the same state. They're not even in the same universe. That's all I'm saying. Don't know when niggas got sick with never mind. We did. We suck. But uh no, Outcast. I think I think Outcast and UGK would be great. So and Bone, Bone yeah, versus I mean, 36. That'd be a great one. Yeah, you know I low key think three six might get bone at work. Yeah, they probably will. But I think bone I don't know, man. It let let me be the DJ. Let me be the DJ. I got a question though. Like, with this, if with a bone three six versus right, do you think mm-hmm. they just can't get it together because it's so many dudes in both group? You know, that made up both groups over all those years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that's what it is. I know initially, initially, I think it was 
actually helped me. Uh, I think it was like DJ Paul and Crazy Bone were going to be like the representatives, basically. So it was going to be them two at least. Oh, okay. But then I saw like, I think Crazy Bone was, I saw like a picture of him and DJ Paul. Like, I guess it was chilling something. So I, I honestly feel like that's what it was. It was just like they probably wanted at least the, what, the four members of 3-6 are still around and all five Bone Thugs and Harmony members, which you're never going to get anymore. Like, I feel like that probably had something to do with it. Okay, so you saying like, yeah, it was just going to be DJ Paul and Crazy Bone as representatives, but the people who who were going to shoot it, they wanted particular members from each group to be involved in it. Uh, like, I don't know if that's a fact, but I think, like, when you pointed that out, I'm like, that probably is pretty likely. That's probably likely what happened. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, like, like, they, well, you know, 3-6 is kind of not dysfunctional, but they're kind of disjointed right now, so, like, trying to get all of these people together, I guess. That's a lot of important parts right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, it's like, you know, all the ones that really continue forward is Paul. But you know, you got to remember these guys is like the the old, you know, that I, I look at it like the hip hop game. Like when you talk about. You 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 mentioned but Juicy J is out here too though, huh? I'm, I'm sorry, I went back to your to your other point. Like Juicy J is still putting out music. Yeah, that's why I, I said that, right? Juicy J still out here. Oh, well, you said DJ Paul. I, I, I okay, I, I might have made a mistake. It's Juicy J. I'm sorry. Oh no, yeah, well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But you know, I, I just look at it in a general from a general standpoint. Hip hop is a young man game, you know. You know, like, it, 3-6, those guys, the main guys who founded it, you know, they they are, you know, and I'm talking just more age-wise, those are, you know, those are retired vets, you know what I'm saying? That's like, you know, talking about Charles Barkley in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Where are you going with this? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> where, where are you going with this? I mean, I see where he's going. Like, I, you know, with these verses, you know, it's and getting those groups together, and you know, they well, the, probably the verses young. themselves are not a young man's game. Like those are for no, no, no. The verses just, themselves aren't oh. to get a group together that. Kind of just join it, and then you know they've had all these. They've had, you know, that was a whole crew through six. That was a whole crew bone to getting them all together all these years now. You know, niggas running around with grandkids and shit. You know what I'm saying? Some of them didn't. They, you know, they didn't stick together. Stick together. You know what I'm saying? The one I've seen kind of come back together, stick together. Um, for example, is Goody Mob. Now Outcast is different because it's two guys. You can find them two. You, it's easier to find them two guys. And Mob Deep, if they, you know, 
one guy has passed on, but if both of those guys were alive, you could find those two guys and easily link those two guys. They're probably Three just six. yeah, but with mob. I was about to say, they, all you gotta do is just go to the they, they never left, <laughs> right? With mob deep, all no, you need is nah, like, no, alchemist that... too. You just need him, alchemist. Alchemist is no, alchemist is separate though. But he alchemist did, he did is a lot. I was about to say that that's prodigy. Yeah, like if you want to, yeah, you want to. I see what you're saying, but I mean, you could do that without alchemist. Like, don't nobody want to see alchemist. Like, you can play his music, but. Like they want to see Prodigy and have it, right? But I think the thing that fucked Bone up though is like because niggas aren't because the only the only time you will see them together is like because they still tour, but you know with the pandemic they can't tour, so it's like why you know I doubt they're in the same area, you know what I'm saying when they're not touring, so it probably was hell trying to get that together, right? And then you know Paul and Paul and Juicy J like they have their little issues or whatever, so they probably don't want to be in the same room together. And they have their thing. They the have their thing. issues. Why else would three six get who else gonna get with three you know, why else would three six get together? You know what I'm saying? Those are the main guys. Pretty much. I'm saying like if you can't get them to it ain't even no point in trying to get the other one. Exactly. You know Hold on one second, I just need to uh Y'all keep talking amongst yourself. I just need to get uh, Aiden ready for bed because he about he got he got to sleep. But yeah, I mean you know, look man, the only person they need for their verses is uh, they just need Crazy Bone and Wishbone. Just just put Wish up there because Wish will be there. And then DJ Why do Paul, they need Wish? Because he'll be. What do there. they need Wish for? Because yeah, he'll just be out there <laughs> to, for the support. For support, that's it. I was I was about to say I feel like he he'll be there just because he ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah, it'll just be there. You know, it's gonna be hard. You can get lazy up there too. It's gonna be hard to get busy. It's gonna be hard to get flesh. But I think as long as you got crazy up there, I think you'll be good. As long as you got DJ Paul up there, I think you'll be good. But Juicy J, I feel like yeah. Juicy J should be there because he's gonna be like the life of the par- life of the party. I was about to say like I, I would want him there. You know what I'm saying? Like and Busy Bone would too. Yeah. Like between Busy and Juicy, them two would be crazy together. Yeah, I mean, Juicy Jeff would be the life of the party. Busy would be too, but I also feel like none of us knows what the fuck Busy is gonna do. Like, uh, I don't know, he might be a liability. Yeah, I, I, I'm just hoping Busy ain't on like meds, meds, like right on, like narc- okay, like, right like like true narcotics, like real pills. You know what I'm saying? I mean. <sighs> But like so, if like you said, I don't, I don't hope that he is either. But I feel like you. Do you think at some point, like he was? Because I feel like he actually was on something at one point. Right? <laughs> yes. Yo, 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 yo. Um, did you ever see? It was a, uh, it was an interview. He actually he was in Houston, matter of fact, and he gave this interview, and like he started like talking in tongues and started saying ridiculous stuff. Like it sounded like he was absolutely on something. I feel like I've seen that, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Yeah, I feel like if yeah, if, if you looked it up, you probably remember it. But I was just like, yo, because he was talking about like how he was homeless and just wandering around and stuff like that. And like the dude was just like, what are you talking about? And he was like, and then like he just kept going. And like the dude on the radio was like, 
well, you know, he tried to like get it back on the rails. Like, so are you here to like debut some new music or whatever? Because that's why he was there. <laughs> and like, Busy Bone was like, man, I don't even care about that music. Fuck all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the dude was like, yo, well, I'm, I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just the oddest interview. You know, like, he's been at it. I can't remember it off yeah. the It really does. I like, yeah, it, I feel like you remember. Like, the dude at one point, because Busy was talking about being homeless, and the radio host, he was like, yo, so are you saying, like, because he was like, no, he was like, I don't have nowhere to live. I'm just going from city to city and all that stuff. And the, the radio dude was like, wait, so are you homeless or are you a nomad? <laughs> and Busy was like, and Busy was like, yo, that's a great word. Nah, I ain't mad. You know what I'm saying? I, just, you know, do it. <laughs> I was just like, bro, what, what is going on right now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how like some people, famous people have to have like handlers, like people around them to kind of run like PR and stuff like that? Yes. I feel like they needed that all the time, like in early Bonefields of Harmony. And I don't know if they ever got it, but I feel like they would have, they could have used that specifically yeah. for him. Yeah, he couldn't be out now. I'll say that for sure. Yeah. Like, who do you think was more of a wilder boy? Do you think Busy? Or do you think ODB? Knowing, well, no. Nah, so, would you say ODB was more of a wild boy than Busy? Um, ODB more of a wild boy than Busy. Um, yes, but in a firm way. Okay, that's fair. There, there was like a there, there was a method to his madness. And I say this, learning about more about ODB through the um, the Wu Tang um, documentary. Uh, which one? The one that that the one on Showtime. It was on Showtime. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, cause you know, there's that one on Hulu as well. Well, that's like the show, and I get them mixed up. But yeah, the the one where they're all together. Yeah, the one where they're all together. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and- there was a and certain like whenever they go ahead. There was a certain genius about them, and that's why he could do how he did. You know what I'm saying? I think he was a wild yeah. boy. I, I think I think Busy Bone was way more erratic. It, it, there was there wasn't a reason. Oh no doubt. <laughs> yeah, I think he was bordering on like yeah schizophrenia. Yeah. Like kind of that type of personality. Nah, but like you're right. Like whenever people interview like, you know, all the I guess now older New York rappers and they ask them about like ODB, because I know they um I think Buster Rounds did a drink champs and they asked them about ODB, like they all kind of say the same thing. It's just like there was like a method behind the things he was doing. But he was still like there was something that he saw. You know what I'm saying? Like that I guess you can't really put in the words, but that was like, that was just something about him that was like kind of borderline genius. Like, that's what they all say. Like, these are people that met him. So, yeah. I mean, I tend to take their word for it. Yeah. And you know, another crazy thing I learned, you know, we've seen, you know, the one the one thing where he was in the, um, in the limo. Yeah. And he had all them kids and his wife, and it was crazy as hell. Yeah. But the crazy thing was, 
I mean, they probably lived in. Uh, I know with you know, Fleet, me and Fleet talked about it. That 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 New York type of apartment, that little apartment. You know, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit bigger than my boy Sub Zero. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, at least he had them by all one, and they were all together. It, it, it was kind of wild. I was like, oh, <laughs> so he wasn't as crazy as he thought he was. Yeah, because that's been like you always hear the story about like him just popping up and like just helping kids and all that stuff like so he had some sort of priorities to him like he wasn't yeah. like by no means he didn't seem like he was a deadbeat of any sort like he just right. was really erratic yeah but he just, yeah he was just he was off the scene you know he that was his personality he was he, he, he was a he was a, a random personality you know what i'm saying oh absolutely yeah did you ever um so I read this one thing, like, you remember the, the ODB Mariah Carey, like that fantasy video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, somebody, like, they interviewed somebody on, like, what it took to get that song and that video made. And that was, like, that is the most hilarious shit I ever heard in my life. Like, that, and then, have you ever heard the story of, like, how he got on Ghetto Superstar? I don't think I've heard either story, actually. All right, well, the ghetto superstar story is probably even more funny because that shit is hilarious. And I'm just like, yep, that, that's probably what happened. Like, so they asked, they asked, um, Prize about it because it was his song. And he was like, the original song was just him and Maya. Like, he was supposed to do all the verses, but like, they were in the studio doing ghetto superstar and like ODB came into their studio and like, this nigga was so high. Like, he walked into their studio in LA thinking he was at his recording session in New York. <laughs> and like, but like, he just happened, he stumbled in or whatever, and he heard the beat, and he was just like, yo, I just want to get on this. I want to say some shit. And probably was just like, all right, let's indulge him. Like, we can cut the shit later. Like, he don't have to be on it. Just let him do the shit. And like, he did the shit, and probably was like, yo, I can't even cut this. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he was just like, yo, this shit was so dope that I just, he just had to put him on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's like, I heard that story. I was like, yo, that, that sounds like him, but it also sounds like the most ridiculous shit in the world. Like, dog, you thought you were on a whole nother coast, my nigga? Like, goddamn. Then you just go in and rap. Yeah, like he told another story about like he stole their car one time too. I can't remember that one, but yeah, like this was out here being wild. I think I feel like I I, I heard that one through the um, the documentary, like he stole a car or like he yeah he stole somebody's car. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Prize's car. <laughs> and it was just like, you know what? Like y'all can have it. Like you can have it. Like, <laughs> man. Like, how do you find out he stole his car, though? Like, like I, I can't quite remember the actual story. I gotta look it up. But it was something where it was like he saw the car. Like while they were there, he was like, "Nah, I want this." And like, I don't think he knew that it was their car. <laughs> and probably just kind of sitting there, I think. But I got I got to look that story up. I want to make sure it's accurate. <laughs> I know he. I know he. 
I know I know they had a story where he stopped like on the just on the side of the freeway <laughs> in New York. So Wait, just stopped and got out? Yeah, just stopped and got out. No, he stopped he didn't get out. He just stopped on the side and just he did something like sat there and talked or something like that. He just randomly did it. Yeah, that dog. Like, yeah, I mean, but I, I think like, like those stories are hilarious. But it's also like you could tell like he wasn't like he wasn't like no dangerous person. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't like a danger to other people. Like nah, he just he do not. random shit. Nah, he was just random. He, yeah, he just had to kind of just kind of had to rock with the nigga. <laughs> just kind of had it going. Pretty much. The level. Like, oh. Pretty much. This is, this is how this goes. Oh. Oh, all right. This is, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that, that's him. Like, nigga did that Grammy shit. It was like, I mean, fuck it. We here. Like, we just got to rock with it. We knew something like this might happen. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have any other topics we want to touch on, sleep? Uh, I was supposed to finish up my season and save your judgment later, motherfuckers. I was supposed to finish up my season of Oz today, but you know what I'm saying? I was under the weather and it just messed me up. I'm on the last season right now. Okay. You know, I've never watched Oz all the way through. Yeah, I've never seen it at all. It's good shit. I mean, so... All right, you said you're on the last season. Yeah, I'm on the last season. So, what are you going to after that? <clears throat> the Wire. And I feel like I asked this already. Like, you have never seen The Wire, right? Never. Okay. Yeah. I was a New York undercover kid. No, The Wire is way more. Interacting with New York on the cover. <laughs> I know, I know it is. Yeah, and like the, the whole thing is like I didn't even. I think I watched The Wire for the first time in like 2013 or 2014. Like it was real recent. But like after I watched it that first time, like I went and bought the box set. Like I've seen a whole bunch of times since then. Like I legit feel like The Wire is the best show ever made. Like no hyperbole. Like I legit feel that way. Well, I'm gonna watch that next. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, and it's not that it's not that I wasn't never interested in it. I just um sometimes my parents didn't have HBO at the house. I know that was the only time it it, it came on HBO, right? Yeah, yeah. But I seen it after 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 you know after HBO or when Ten showed it when we had HBO for like that little bit of time at Fern Hill. Yeah, so I, I never had yeah, my parents. My parents will go off and on when it comes to HBO. Like sometimes it'll be on, and then my dad might be like, "Man, fuck it, cut this shit off." He didn't want to pay extra a month because he had Direct TV. So he was like, "Uh, he cut." We just didn't it have HBO. Like, honestly, like, yeah, when there wasn't nothing popping on HBO, like you didn't really have to. Like, cause if you didn't watch The Wire or The Sopranos, you didn't have to have HBO all the time. Like, you yeah. cut it on and off, like whenever, for real. But not, yeah. Like the thing about The Wire that I didn't realize, like I just, 
honestly, I, I just was like, oh, this is just some nigga shit. I thought I was like going to be watching like fucking paid in full or some shit. And it's not at all. So it's like, I, I went into it like with the wrong idea. I think that was my problem. Yeah, like, for example, when I first watched it, I just like, like at night, I would do, because I had, I got the DVD box set. So I just sat right. there random nights in my room in the dark, just watching it. Just, you just, just on a random Wednesday night, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, and you know, I had to go to work in the morning, you know, eight, you know, 8 a.m., you know, drive and, you know, all that shit. So, yeah, yeah. So, that's what I would say. You know, it, it's a wire. You, you're going to get hooked on that wire, man, because it's, like you said, it's and, more than just, uh, um, just paid in full shit. It's more than just the violence. Yeah. It's, it's like all the inner linkings into it. To the city, and it's—I don't know I, from what I've seen from Baltimore. It seems no, really, it's very yeah, it's very accurate because the dude that wrote it like used to be on the Baltimore police force. You know what I'm saying? For like 20 oh. years, so like they, yeah. But not like for real, honestly. Like sleep, like once you go, like once you go through it once, like the second time you go through it, you're gonna be like, yo, okay. Like you, you're gonna like it after the first time, but if you watch it again. Because specifically, like, you're going to watch that second season and the first time you're going to be like, all right, I'm not really, like, specifically that second season, you, you might not think it's, like, really popping until you finish the whole series. And oh, then you're going to watch, like, watch it again. Nah, you're going to watch it? Nah, it's exactly what's going on. You're going to watch it again, knowing what you know, and you're going to be like, okay, I see how that shit is probably the most important season on that. Like, I'm just I mean, saying, I'm nervous. Mind, I'm, I'm nervous because... You know, y'all said the same thing about collard greens, so you know, just a little nervous. You know, well, I mean, I I just can't help you on that front. Like that's that's just a you problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how that came about. <laughs> I don't know either. Don't know where yeah, that from. Have some dope ass collard greens today, matter. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't help it. It just. It's not my fault. Blame the universe. What's the other shit you don't like? Grits. No, yeah, hell no, no. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, look, I'm not forcing my likes on you. I'm just saying, like, this is probably what you're going to get from watching this. Like, I hope you know, not. all those other things, like, those are your problems. <laughs> uh, I'll say this. I, let me ask you this, AJ. Did you think the second season was slow? Yeah, like, and I might have cut out just a little bit, but I was saying, like, specifically, like, when I went through it the first time, I was like, yo, the second season, like, okay, like, we could have did without it. But then when I went through it, and then when I watched it again, I was like, yo, I see how important that second season was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's what I initially thought, like, the second season slow. But then when you watch it, it's like, oh, this Mm -hmm. is how this mm-hmm. is how things, how you know. I don't want to tell too much. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we could say this much, like, because I mean, like, it's not all about the fucking drug cartel. Like, right. each no. season is about a different, a different aspect of the city, yeah, like from a different vantage point. Yep. Yeah. 
And so, like, basically every season just adds more characters, though. Like, so by, by like, the fifth season, you have, like, five different seasons worth of characters, like, all in one season. Yep, yep, yep. Sure. So. Yeah, yeah man. Now, I'm trying to kind of get into some, I don't know, some of the recent stuff to me, I don't know. But I got some recent ones. Have y'all ever seen All American? No. Uh, nah, I don't even know what that is. Um, well, I it, it's more. I think it's a, it's an actual show. But I seen it. What channel does it come on? Um, well, I seen it on Netflix. Okay, so okay. I I binge watched it on Netflix, so I it's I think it came on like the CW, but it's a you know. It's an actual show. It's like an actual series on Netflix. Like, Uh, you know, that kind of thing. So I kind of called it like that. But it's about like a high school. It was about like a high school kid. He went, he went across town to play football. He went from like Crenshaw. So he had all these troubles in Crenshaw, but he was nice in Crenshaw, but his mom convinced him moved to Beverly Hills to play football for his former football, former NFL player, but he was actually from Crenshaw. But he coached in Beverly and lived in Beverly Hills after, you know, being in the NFL and shit. And then, but it all kind of kind of mixes in. So, um, it's pretty good. I, I'm just trying to think of some other recent stuff, and I probably didn't watch so much oh. Netflix and series and YouTube, because that's about all I have. <laughs> no, I got you. And I'm, I'm assuming you don't watch Snowfall. Like, I know I talked about it in the group chat. I feel like nobody watches that. Mm, nah, uh, I, I, I don't. I ain't okay. got around to it, but uh, eventually I do. I don't know what okay. Snowfall is. Uh, that's an FX show. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's, it's pretty, it's basically how L.A. was, like, immediately before and immediately after Crack hit. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's probably the best way to describe it. But, I mean, that I currently, like, that's probably, like, what I fuck with. I feel like I gotta find... It sound, that sounds interesting, though. Know? I, I I feel like I gotta find an effect, though. I can't do it. I was about to say, like, if you had... Like, I only learned about it because I had Hulu. Right. Because um, all of those shows are on Hulu. But like now that the fourth season is out, so like I'm watching that live. But yeah, like that's why I found it. Okay, yeah. So I don't have who I'm trying to get nothing right, you know, right in the moment. That's fair. So uh, you do I get Hulu, you might as well go and get the bundle. What well, yeah, that's what we got. Uh, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. Yeah, I pay like thirteen dollars a month. For all three. Oh, yeah, like ours came with a. Uh, get it, like, because I, I mean, I, I, obviously, right now, all I got is my phone, so. Um, uh, can you, like, watch it on your phone? Yeah, can you get the bundle on your phone? I got ESPN Plus. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, so we have the bundle through uh, Verizon. So, like, it came with, like, uh, Tiana's phone bill. Oh, like just okay. Just having it included yeah. for like a year. Because I got Verizon. Um, yeah. I don't think I got that. I don't think I got the Disney bundle, though. 
Uh, like the Verizon cable, like we have Verizon cable now, well, Fios now. Um, and when I got it, they oh. also like a Disney, uh, Disney Plus bundle as well. Okay. So y'all got Fios in, in, in y'all area. Yes, thank God. Oh, I don't know if we got Fios here, man. I, I was thinking about getting like an Amazon something farm or something, you know, but I was going to do it more in my business so I could put, you know, Hopefully, I'm trying to I'm trying to get a truck with monitors. Man, before you sign up for Amazon Prime, man, find out if your parents got Amazon first. Say what? Find out if your family has Amazon first. No, 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 no. My um, what are you what are you talking about? Amazon? What are you talking? What do you mean? I mean, if they got it, why don't you find out if they got uh Amazon Prime? If they are Prime, no, I got no. You talking about Amazon Prime? Yeah, I got. I, I, I actually. Just signed up for Amazon Prime because I know I'm, you know, me did, being kind of at home. It? Did your parents have it? As far as what, like a like like channel? Prime account, yeah. Do they have a Prime account? I have a Prime account. Do they have a Prime account? No, oh, I, I don't okay. think they got a Prime account, though. Okay, I was just wondering. I mean, if they did, you know, get the family discount, man, save you some money. Oh, no, nah, I don't think they got a Prime account. Only reason I got a Prime account is because I can kind of see me ordering stuff for, you know, for stuff around the house on Amazon Prime. So I just want to take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. AJ, how many family discounts? Man, it comes you in handy. How many family discount plans you got? Uh... Uh, shit, all of them, I guess. <laughs> nah, um, now nah, we got so we got the uh the the Disney Plus package. Um, that's Tiana. Um, I got Apple, like Apple Music for like me and my mother. Um, we have HBO Max, like HBO Max for Showtime with through like Verizon, and then she has Amazon Prime. So I mean, we pretty much have all of it combined. See how you see how see how AJ got the family discount like that. See? The only thing I have is like, I mean, but I, I, I use my parents' other niggas. <laughs> but I mean, my parents don't have. First of all, my parents don't really. I was the only person that had the Apple stuff, so they don't really have like all that. That's what I was about to say. Like, my parents use all of my shit. <laughs> like, use my Apple Music and my Netflix, like, all of it. No, oh, damn, yeah, so you the plug. Netflix and stuff you like plug, that. My AJ. parents don't have none of that. Yeah. What did you say, Slip? I said, you the plug. Yeah, dog, I swear to God, I am. Like, let me fucking sign everybody out of my Netflix account right now. I guarantee you I'm going to get six phone calls back to back to back. <laughs> Yeah, like, dog, I, I can't even use my Netflix sometimes. Because it'd be like too many people are logged in. God damn. Yeah, everybody yeah. got that motherfucker. Like, me, I got HBO Max through the AT&T internet. You know what I'm saying? I got a question for y'all, though. AJ, you might can help me out on this because you know how mm-hmm. I'm trying to get like, all, all my, um, you know, like I told you about my technology updates. Mm-hmm. So, 
right now I got my phone to Verizon. And you know I'm trying to get a new phone and an iPad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a new phone and a new iPad. And I was thinking about it. I know probably I need to keep Verizon or go to AT&T. Now, I have AT&T as Internet. Do you think okay. it will be beneficial for me to go to AT&T with the iPad and the iPhone and put the phone together with the Internet? Or just oh, like bundle it all? You see what I'm saying? Like, so just like bundle it all under one thing? Yeah. Um. So actually, because I wanted to, to do the same thing, like I wanted to move all of my stuff from AT&T to Verizon, and it didn't seem to be cheaper. Okay. Um, and I think part of it's because, like, the AT&T plan I have, like, is so old that it's kind of grandfathered into, like, what, you know, like what they do now. Okay. So it's like if I were to go somewhere else, <clears throat> I'd have to pay for like a new plan and all of that stuff. But now I looked into doing all of that just so I could have everything housed under one, uh, you know, just one package. But it really didn't seem to be no cheaper, to tell you the truth. Um, and like, uh, so like my AT&T plan, like I have the family plan and then every now and then they offer <clears throat> like other stuff like to where I can get like a discount on that. Like that's how I got the iPad for my mother. Like because it was like a discount on the iPad with that family plan family plan bundle. So I mean you can get stuff like that but like uh bundling bundling it all nah it doesn't it's not necessarily cheaper. Nah, so, no, I was just yeah. thinking about that because my thing is this like Steve like, you know, Steve. I, I, you know, I obviously don't have, like, hey, TV yeah. or anything. Hey, Steve, hold up. But my thing is, like, putting it together for, like, all the business purposes and then just using it as entertainment. I was kind of thinking from that perspective. And I had to get AT&T internet, basically, because I think the only two real internet services that we got around here is Comcast Xfinity and AT&T. It's too good for me. Oh, I was just like, you know what? I heard so much bad about Comcast. I'll, I'll go there. I'm gonna go there too. I'm gonna go to AT&T. Tom Warner. We ain't got Tom Warner. Yeah, fuck Tom Warner, man. <laughs> them niggas sitting. Like, them niggas we sitting, trying to say something like that? No, I was just saying I was about to end it, but since you bringing up cable, Tom Warner, I think it's some fraudulent shit going on. But they sent me a bill talking about something. I owe them two hundred dollars, but I've never, ever, ever had a Tom Warner account. Never. Yeah, I was about to ask you, like, when would you have had one? I don't know, but like, that's like a, would I, that be that's some orange that like that's some that's some South Carolina shit. But like, I never had a Time Warner account. But they sent me a bill talking about I owed them two hundred dollars, or they're gonna put it on my credit report. Y'all niggas gonna put that shit on my credit report because I never had a Time Warner account, never. So fuck like, When would you have had that? Exactly. Yeah. Fuck and, it. It's on my yeah. credit. It's on my credit report then because I'm not paying that shit. Two hundred dollars. I mean, you should. So my credit report. Fuck it. Fraud. You thought somebody might have done something in your name or something? Must have been. Must have been Jacoya. Yeah. 